Welcome to Enduring Words with David Guzik, a daily devotional podcast brought to you by Enduring Word. Our scripture for today is taken from Matthew chapter 27, verses 62 through 66. It's kind of a longer section, so just enjoy it as I read these wonderful verses to you. We read here. On the next day, which followed the day of preparation, the chief priests and Pharisees gathered together to Pilate, saying, Sir, we remember, while he was still alive, how that deceiver said, After three days I will rise. Therefore command that the tomb be made secure until the third day, lest his disciples come by night and steal him away and say to the people, He has risen from the dead. So the last deception will be worse than the first. Pilate said to him, you have a guard, go your way, make it as secure as you know how. So they went and made the tomb secure, sealing the stone and setting the guard. Now, these verses tell us that following the death of Jesus on the cross, religious leaders came to Pontius Pilate, the Roman governor responsible for sending Jesus to his death. When they came to Pilate, they carefully called him sir. They gave Pilate a title of honor and respect. But the day before, these same religious leaders rejected the king of kings. They mocked and despised him, putting Jesus to open shame. But they honored Pontius Pilate. Yet, in a strange way, these religious leaders did something very good. One could say that they remembered and believed the words of Jesus more than the disciples did. They came to Pilate saying, we remember how that deceiver said, after three days I will rise. Ironically, the enemies of Jesus remembered his promise of resurrection better than his own disciples remembered. Then the religious leader said something curious. They said that they were concerned lest his disciples come by night and steal him away. It seems very unlikely that they were afraid of the disciples. They knew that the disciples were terrified and in hiding. They knew that they were almost all missing from the crucifixion scene. Their intelligent sources and informants let them know that the disciples were terrified. And it's much more reasonable to assume that the religious leaders were actually afraid of the power of Jesus. I mean, after all, look at their words. They claimed to be afraid that the disciples would say to the people, he has risen from the dead. Now, if that were to happen, the religious leaders had a very effective response. All they needed to say to the disciples was, you say Jesus is alive? So where is he? Where is your living Jesus? Just show us the supposedly living body of your risen Lord. They knew that it would prove nothing for the disciples to steal the body of Jesus because they could not present a dead body and pretend it was alive. That would prove nothing. What they were really afraid of was the resurrection power of Jesus. Now, it's sad that the religious leaders were afraid of the resurrection power of Jesus. This is glorious power to change lives, both for now and eternity. And it's nothing to be afraid of. Instead, it's something to embrace and receive. Strange to say, people today also find reasons to be afraid of the resurrection power of Jesus. 
They fear that it'll change their lives in ways they don't want to be changed. They fear the loss of some familiar things. They fear that, it will tr- that they will try it and it won't work. And we can learn from their mistake and believe that the resurrection power of Jesus is nothing to be afraid of. We can receive it and we can embrace it. Yet we can say this about the religious leaders. At least they believed that the resurrection of Jesus was true. On Saturday morning, the chief priests and the Pharisees preached a better resurrection sermon than the disciples did. Now it's our turn to live and spread the message of a resurrected Savior and to do it today. Thanks for listening to Enduring Words with David Guzik. For more information about David's ministry, visit EnduringWord.com.